Hello dreamers, this is Marco of Dreaming in Fashion. Welcome to another week of this podcast where we discuss all things fashion. So first up on my list is African beauty queen Zazibini Tunzi. So basically South African beauty queen Miss um, Tunzi had the world singing her praises after becoming the first South African pageant winner to be crowned while walking her natural hair basically you know when i saw the photos she was beautiful um she kind of get put me in the mind of like she come from, like she ascended from wakanda and you know she was just beautiful you know her skin is flawless her hair was a natural you know kind of like a high topish type of hairstyle it was dope I don't even know why natural hair is even a thing anymore or why it even should be a thing but she was extremely beautiful and shouts out to her for winning that pageant so if you haven't checked her out please head over to her Instagram and take a look at her pictures and check out what she's doing she seems like she has a great personality um, beautiful woman so next up on my list is so let's just start by saying that Harper's Harper's Bazaar basically did this article saying where designers are pulling out of the New York Fashion Week venue after the developer fundraises for Trump. So two particular designers in general of Rag and Bone and Probable Garung will no longer show at Hudson Yard following the developer Stephen Ross's Trump fundraiser. So also um, from what I've read from previously, Equinox, Soul Cycle, and Blink also are kind of like helping the process or aiding in the process of the Trump of these Trump fundraisers or fundraisers. So, also um, his wife, Kara Ross, um, basically designer Dana Lorenz of Fallen Jewelry, pulled out of the Council of Fashion Designers of America, CFDA, for, for those that, that know it that way. Um, also, which organizes the New York Fashion Week. Basically because Ross's wife, jewelry designer Carl Ross, as I mentioned earlier, is on the board. And um, basically the CF, CFDA de declined to comment. But Le, what Lorenz said was, you know, during the time she said, well, yesterday while Miss Ross was putting finishing touches on her Trump fundraiser, I was making sure my sobbing housekeeper had her entire family's documents in order. A woman with three years citizenship living in fear. And that's basically what Lorenz wrote on Instagram. I mean, I don't blame her. You know, you have people that work for you who are from other countries. You know, we all know about what's going on right now. Um, it's kind of, it's really sad and I don't blame them. I, I wouldn't participate in anything where I, my people that work for me, even myself, where I didn't feel fully accepted or there was something trying to hinder, well, you know, or bring a negative light, um, on something that, that I'm basically trying to do now. Also just with fashion week alone, it's no stranger to, you know, protest. Um, if anything, it, you know, it becomes a stage for designers to get political through their clothing, you know, whether it's with Women's March, um, Pussy Hats, Parody Trump merchandise, feminist slogans, Planned Parenthood pins, 
and anti-Kavanaugh teas. Now, these were all things within that article of Harper's Bazaar, which, you know, Kenneth Cole, who's legendary for, you know, making, doing social commentary or, you know, do, or doing social things through his clothing, you know, about things that's going on in the world. That's why I've always liked him as a designer because of because he does that that is really you know awesome and i think that whether you're a music artist whether you're a painter whether you are a basketball player whatever type of art or entertainment industry that you work in you should you know speak out on those things that you know that you feel that you feel strongly about you know that that you think that do you see the injustices in the world you should speak because you have such a large platform i think that you personally should speak out on those particular things so speaking of people with large platforms and people speaking out so next up on my list is rico chappelle so he was the designer on the fashion show back in the day with kelly Rowland. I think it was Isaac Mizrahi. Um, I, I may be wrong there, but I think it was Kelly Rowland and Isaac Mizrahi. Yeah, he was on that show. He's the designer on that show. And he lives out here in Atlanta. And basically, he talks about black designers. And he talk about how Instagram designers slash influencers um, are basically giving celebs clothing without charging them, which makes it harder, harder for other designers. And which is very true. And... He also brought up a designer named by the name of Delvin Carter, who also kind of confirmed this statement. He, um, Delvin Carter, um, you can find his Instagram at Sia underscore collective. You know, he said that he was inspired by Dapper Dan. And he also said that his mom was a fashion designer. And he stated that he think that Dapper Dan, um, more of his ideas and putting more of his emphasis on Gucci corporate structure um uh, which makes sense i talked about that in a you know a couple episode maybe a couple of weeks ago maybe a week or two ago about dapper dan and also he talked about his biggest issues with um the biggest issue with black designers coming up basically he stated that people do not support black designers meaning they do not buy black and so that's also ties back into what i was saying about rico chappelle where he stated that a celeb reached out to him and said, oh, I love your work. I love your clothing. I love your shoes. I would love, you know, to wear some of your stuff. Just send it over to me, you know, without even wanting to pay. You know, and a lot of these Instagram influencers or Instagram designers, they do do that. You know, they send celebs clothing and they don't get any pay for it. You know, they just send it for all willy-nilly and which makes it harder for us other black designers or just black or designers in general um just to make a name for ourselves i know i understand the whole thing about promo and marketing you know you just want to get your name out there but at the same time as an artist you know you want to get paid for your work you still have bills you know bills that you have to pay you still have to live so that's just my stance on that now also delvin carter also wanted to give his credit to Kanye West. He stated that he used some of Kanye's shoe patterns and parts to create his own. So basically, he took, I guess, Kanye, some of Kanye's shoes. I'm not sure because I'm not a Kanye West shoe buyer person. He took some of his shoes, basically, and used the pattern that Kanye had on his shoes and developed his own shoe. 
and he's been selling great and i think his price ranges are really good which he um stated on the breakfast club if you haven't saw that interview he was on the breakfast club he stated that most of his price range is 400 and then he said that sometimes compared to other sneaker designers who charge $1,700 for a pair of shoes, you know, which is ridic ridiculous and the quality is not all that great. It's not innovative. Um, and you know, it just, it just doesn't bring to the table what his, um, clothing or his shoes bring to the table. Um, I personally liked his stuff. I respect his hustle. I respect his theory on you know the whole designer aspect and different things like that i think that he's an amazing designer i think that he is one to watch um as i mentioned earlier his instagram is at sia sia underscore collective c-o-l-l-e-c-t-i-v-e -E. so you guys go over to his page check him out you know show him some love over there on his page i'm just recently learning about him i'm following him now and i will be watching so speaking of black designers so i just thought it would be um for me to do my due diligence to showcase a black designer each week so this segment of of this particular of the podcast i'm going to call this the black designer spotlight so these are designers well this particular designer is a designer that i've been watching for a while you know she was on project runway i love her work i love her aesthetic it's so clean it's so crisp and it's so it's it's so chic but it's classic chic and that designer is Lawrence Bossy she was on project runway you know she was a semi-finalist um I love her work you know you can see her doing stuff on red carpets and different things like that she's a dope designer um I know that she works a lot with leather you guys if you have a chance please go over to all of her social media and check her out show her some love tell her that dreaming and fashion sent you over there so that that way that she'll know now also what we're going to talk about on my next topic here um great designer from back in the day so cnn is doing a movie on this designer by the designer name is halston i'm sure if you one of you have heard of him if you're in the fashion industry he basically um simply known um as halston but he goes by roy halston frawick um he was an american fashion designer who rose to international fame in the 1970s he was a minimalist um he had clean designs and it was all, all uh, well most of them were often made of cashmere or ultra suede and basically he was a kind of like a new phenomenon you know in the mid 70s um that redefined american fashion so cnn is doing this movie of his life and basically they're going to tell his life story of him and what's going on with how he influenced the american fashion and how he's still relevant to this day i'm really interested in seeing this particular movie um i can't wait to see it i was telling a friend earlier today that i thought halston was from alabama and maybe i guess i was wrong because I, when i was doing my research on him he was not actually from um, alabama he was from iowa somewhere in iowa and yeah i just always thought he was from the south i watched the documentary a long time ago on halston about his life and 
I, I guess I was misinformed because he's definitely not from Alabama. Well, guys, that is my podcast for this week. Sorry for the delay. Um, make sure that you guys are following Dreaming in Fashion on Instagram at underscore Dreaming in Fashion. Make sure that you're following me on YouTube at Dreaming in Fashion. Also, I'm on Twitter. You can find all of the links for Twitter from the YouTube channel. And I will have all those links there as well. Um, once again, guys, if you see some fashion topics that you would like me to talk about, please email it over to me. I will leave my email in the description. And we will see you guys next week. Keep dreaming.